Hello and welcome to the driver's press conference ahead of this weekend's Monaco Grand Prix. We are joined today by Daniel Ricciardo from Renault, Charles Leclerc from Ferrari, Max Verstappen from Red Bull, Robert Kubica from Williams, and in a change to the list, Valtteri Bottas has kindly stepped in to represent Mercedes in place of Lewis Hamilton, who, in light of current circumstances, has been granted permission to miss today's press conference by the FIA. So, this week, motorsport lost one of its greats as three-time world champion Nicky Lauda passed away. Valtteri, you worked with Nicky at Mercedes over the last few years. Just what did he mean to you? Obviously, really, really shocking news to uh, st start the week. Um, for sure, he meant a lot, lot to me, but uh, for every single team member of ours um, in the race team and at, at the factory, and he was a big part of Mercedes family. Um, he was a massive motivation um, for everyone, uh, for myself as well, for sure as as a driver, what, what, everything he's achieved and with the difficult career he had and all the comebacks and everything, but also as a, as a person, it's been, um, it's been great and never forget many, many good moments. So um, for sure, it's uh, not kind of um, nice in terms of mindset for, for, for the weekend, but um, I'm sure as a team, we can turn it into a strength and respect Nikki with a, with a going flat out on track and bringing good result. Thank you. Robert, if I could ask you for your memories of Nicky Lauda, you've been around Formula 1 for a long time. Yeah, for sure. It's, as I to say, shocking news. Uh, but uh, he, he, you know, he wrote a big chunk of the story of this sport, uh, not only as a driver, but as a person. Uh, I never had the opportunity to work with him, but uh, definitely he was a big racer. And uh, yeah, we'll miss all of, uh, all of us, him and uh, I think at least my personal uh, hopes were to meet him back in the paddock, but unfortunately this will not happen. And uh, yeah, that's uh, unfortunately part of life. Thank you. And Max, we saw a message from you on social media yesterday. Any thoughts to share about Nicky? Yeah, of course. I mean, Nicky was a, a legend of the sport. Uh, he achieved a lot in his career, um, but also after his career, um, he was also a very generous and uh, funny guy as well. Um, of course, I've never really worked with him, but um, you know, with the chats we've had and, and stuff, you know, he's been yeah, a great guy, and uh, for sure, it's a big loss to Formula One. Um, so all thoughts go out to his family right now. Thank you, and Daniel. Nicky was in and out of the Red Bull motorhome quite a lot when you were there. Any memories of Nicky that you have? Uh, only good ones. Only good ones for sure. Um, you know, any, any interaction I had with him, any, any brief chats or just pleasantries, um, just a, a kind man. You know, I think most, most of the world who follows motorsport knows him as, as the racer, for sure, and, and everything he went through, um, which was astonishing, to say the least. But, um, yeah, my personal uh, moments with him was, yeah, just always kind. And um, obviously for a few years, you know, we were, we were competitors. Um, but, yeah, never, never a bad thing to say. So... Yeah, just uh, as, as the guys touched on, thinking of, thinking of his family. Um, but the, the legacy he leaves is, is pretty amazing, and for sure we remember these, these good things. Thank you. And Charles, two of Nicky's championships came with Ferrari. What does Nicky Lauda mean to you? Well, I didn't have much chances to speak with, with Nicky, but the very few times I've been speaking with him, he has been extremely nice to me and uh, was always very um, uh, disponible. Is that, is that the right word? I don't know. 
available. Well, available, yeah, sorry. Uh, available um, and and also very humble uh, for what he achieved. Uh, so yeah, I think it is a he's a, a great example uh, for the sport in general, and uh, and he will be a Mr. Lot. Thank you very much. If we look ahead to this weekend now, Charles, we'll stay with you. This is your second time racing at home in Formula One, but first time in the red of Ferrari, so it must be a special weekend ahead for you. Yeah, home, home Grand Prix is always a very special weekend, and, uh, and even more this weekend, obviously, uh, coming here uh, in full red uh, with Ferrari, uh, with also a chance to, uh, to have a very good result, so we'll push. Obviously, we've had uh, a difficult start of the season. Uh, the low speed corners weren't great in, in Barcelona, but normally Monaco is, is pretty different. We'll try to, t to turn the things around. It's not going to be easy, but uh, we'll give it everything. Thank you. And Valtteri, moving on to you. You've never actually been on the podium here in Monaco, but with the start to the season that Mercedes enjoyed, it must be a big opportunity to change that this weekend. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah. I've not had great races here, but uh, for sure targeting to, to change that. And it's, it's been very promising beginning of the year for us as a team. But we also have to remember Monaco is a really unique circuit and it needs different kind of things from the car uh, to be quick. And in the past few years, we've, we've been struggling a little bit. We've not had the quickest car here, even though we've been quick in, on other tra tracks. So for that, we are a little bit cautious, but also um, very motivated to kind of change that and to be performing here as well. And for sure, me, um, for sure, it's uh, maybe a tiny, tiny bit similar feeling to Charles. You know, living here, it's it's really unique, and it would be amazing the Grand Prix to do to do well. Thank you. And Max, Red Bull traditionally has gone well here in Monaco. Are you able to threaten both Ferrari and Mercedes this weekend? Do you think? Well, I think we get into this weekend. Seeing, I think Mercedes is clearly the favourite. Um, I don't think we are oh, yours, I think. Um, as good as we were last year. Um, so um, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll find out. I, I I'm confident that we can fight for a podium, but we have to find out find out which uh, step of the podium. Thank you. And Daniel, Max referenced last year. You you won here last year. Obviously, have great memories. But what's realistic for you to target this season? Uh, I don't know yet. You know, I'm, I'm certainly, I'm still coming here as, as excited as, as I always do. Um, and when I say coming here, yeah, I, I also live here, but it's, it's still different, you know, coming here for the race or being here for the race. The, you know, the, the circuit transforms and uh, it's, there's a different feeling in the air. And um, yeah, I don't know, it's just the whole atmosphere is, is pretty unreal. So um, yeah, I'll just, I'll see where we're at you know, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's practice. Thursday here, that's a bit different as well. Um, but yeah, obviously, you know, quietly, quietly confident and excited and just, we'll see how we go, but um, optimistic that we can do something good. Thank you. And Robert Williams has had quite a tricky car so far this season, but is Monaco still a race that you look forward to as a driver? Well, yeah. Uh, Monaco has been always very special, approaching uh, and coming back here after a long break. Um, you know, it, in the past already, the feeling was that uh, the track is pretty narrow, uh, but uh, with current F1 cars, definitely it will be even more narrow than it was in the past because the cars are much bigger, much wider. And uh, so looking forward, it's always special feeling going through those streets and, uh, and driving F1 car, but uh, definitely, uh, yeah, our car is uh, struggling and uh, 
normally here, whenever you struggle, you struggle even more. So, uh, uh, but uh, there is always something that uh, this track is different, is unique. So uh, hopefully it will suit better our car. Thank you very much. And just a final topic before we open this up to the floor. This weekend is the third FIA Volunteers Weekend, celebrating those who give up their time to support motorsport events. Just wondered if I get a message from each of you as to the importance of volunteers in motorsport. Robert, we start with you on that one. Yeah, definitely. You know, uh, I think most of us don't realize how many people are involved to organize this show and uh, and uh, in every single aspect, not only on track but off track. Uh, to help and uh, it's definitely we need those people and uh, we would like to I would like to thank them and uh, normally they are very passionate people so uh, yeah we need uh, those uh, people more than uh, than everyone else definitely thank you Max yeah it's it's great to see that you know there are so many people out there so passionate about the sport and actually willing to to risk their life as well for us so um, I think it's it's great and um, yeah I just hope that we all have a a great and uh, safe weekend. Thank you. And Sean? Yeah, as Max said, I think it's, uh, it's great to see so many people that are passionate about these sports and, and what they are doing for the sport. Uh, I came to uh, see them, especially the marshals training uh, for this Grand Prix, which was very impressive. They are putting a lot of, uh, of their time and, and they are doing uh, these things extremely seriously. So it was a, yeah, a great experience to, to see them uh, preparing all, all the Grand Prix. And, uh, and yeah, hopefully uh, it will be a, a safe and, and good weekend. Thank you. And Valtteri? Uh, yeah, for, for sure. Without them, the, the event would not be possible. So it's um, yeah, from my side a massive thanks to them. I know I'm lucky to know a couple of them. And they've explained me what does it include and how much actually they, they work for it and all the training and everything. And they are so passionate about racing. So um, yeah, from my side, hats off to them. Thank you. Daniel? This is a race um, where I feel they always stand out, you know, the, how quick they're able to collect a car or, or move on and, and so that our session can, can be as little, less disrupted as possible. If that's the right English, I don't know. Um, they're pretty awesome. And uh, yeah, they do have pretty good seats here as well, probably the best seats in the house. But uh, now, obviously, all, all jokes aside, it's it's good that they get the recognition as well because uh, yeah, it's you know easily dismissed at times. So um, yeah, hats off to all them, and we appreciate it. Thank you very much. We'll now open this press conference up to questions from the floor. Please remember to give your name and publication for the transcript. Uh, Dan Knudsen, Auto Action and Speed Sport. Charles, the drivers that live here say when it's not the race week, they can walk around. Nobody stops them. Now you're a famous Ferrari driver. I see your photo and poster all over town. How is it now going around town, not on the race weekend? Well, to be honest, I think uh, there are others famous or more famous than me, uh, drivers uh, living in Monaco, uh, for sure. I am, I am Monegasco, so it's a little bit different. But I'll say that in Monaco, they are quite used to it. So all year round, they don't stop you that much in, in the city when it comes the Grand Prix time. then. Uh, it's a bit harder to go around Monaco because there's a lot of strangers coming here for the Grand Prix and obviously um, they want to have pictures, etc. But during the year, it's actually quite okay. Um, but yeah, it's great to have a, a weekend uh, at home. It's a, it's a city that I've been uh, growing up in and uh, 
And, and yeah, it's a, it's a huge honor for me to be driving in these streets. Um, it's actually pretty weird because these are the same streets. I've, I've uh, said this story quite a lot of times, but it's the same streets I've, I've taken in, in bus to go to school when I was five or six years old. So now to take them uh, in a Formula One car feels, uh, feels special. Scott from Autosport. Uh, Charles, after five races, Bahrain sort of stands out as the obvious highlight for Ferrari in terms of performance. Now that you've had a couple of tests to, to dig into what's holding you back at other races, does Bahrain feel like a one-off, or do you feel you have a better understanding of what's stopping you from hitting those peaks at other tracks as well? Well, I think during testing, uh, we understood a few things. Uh, not enough, obviously, to be at the level of of uh, these guys, of Mercedes, but, uh, but we understand a few things. Uh, I think we gained a little bit of time, not enough. We need to keep working. We need to try and, and, and understand what's, what's the main issue, uh, but the engineers are working on that. George Bolton from The Sun. Question for Valtteri. We've heard how much of a great character Nicky was. Could you reveal like, your funnest story of, of having worked with him so closely? Well, he, he was always always funny, full, full of uh, good sense of humor and so direct. You know, he always said whatever he thinks, how things are. He didn't go any different routes. He said things directly, so that made some funny situations sometimes in meetings and stuff. But um, I would say the best thing that will stand in my mind is uh, for sure he was always there um, when I had a good result. Um, to co congrats, and um, he, you could truly see he was happy. But the main thing was when I had some bad, uh, bad races and difficult times, he was still always available to speak about anything and really supportive. Um, because he, he's got the experience himself as a, as a racer in, in, in life and racing that there will be setbacks and you can really improve from, from those. So in that sense, that's been massive motivation for for me and will will stay in my mind. To Max, Max, you, you took part in four editions of this Grand Prix, and your best result was fifth in 2017. And now many people say you are in the best moment as a driver. Does it disturb you? Are you to think to enjoy your moment to change your history in this Grand Prix? Yeah, I mean, I've done four. Hopefully, I'll do another 20. So I have a lot of chances to have a good result. Um, Max, some of us are old enough. Andrew Frankel Forza. Some of us have been to Zandvoort many, many years ago. And obviously, we are terribly excited that we're going back to Zandvoort. Will the new track will be very different from the existing one? Uh, I think in general the layout will be pretty similar, but some corners might be a bit banged, a bit shorter, a bit more space. Um, but no, the track itself won't be changed a lot. But yeah, it's, uh, it's good to see that uh, the track is coming back on the calendar after so many years. It's very close to the beach, so. Um, you can also chill at the beach after the races if you would like, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's it's interesting. You know, it's uh, as a driver, it's a really cool track to drive. I just hope that we can also really, you know, have a good fight instead of just following each other uh, throughout the race. But we'll find out.
Well, as you said, uh, Monaco has been always pretty good for me from very young age. So, uh, yeah, actually, probably first time I have been racing here was '98 uh, in karting, and probably uh, this was one of the great days. Um, but definitely finishing on the podium in F1 car in the F1 race uh, also stands up. So, yeah, I would say those two. But on the same time, also rally uh, is something special. But we shouldn't be speaking about rallying here. I think there is more F1 fans and F1 journalists than rallying. Uh, Lena Blumhoff, the Volksfront. Question to all drivers. Uh, last year, Daniel set the lap record here. Um, with the cars getting faster each year, is it getting harder to uh, race here in Monaco? Is the circuit getting harder? Daniel, do you want to turn up first? Last year was pretty easy. <laughs> <laughs> but is it getting harder? <laughs> For some. <laughs> Uh, it's all good. Um, I think we, we also grow with the cars, so yeah, I mean, I think any car, if you're pushing any car on the limit, it's, it feels fast, you know, whether it's a 1 minute 10 or a 1 minute 20, so um, I look back at the, the onboard lap of last year and I, I see places where I'm like, ah, oh, could be quicker here, so it's never, never fast enough. Valtteri, uh, your thoughts on the change in Monaco? Yeah, for sure. Every year with the cars getting faster, it gets even more intense. But uh, like Daniel said, we, we get used to the cars and, and the speed. And in the end, we would prefer to go still um, a lot quicker. But um, for sure, it's quick and it's going to be fun. Sean, last year was your first experience of it. What was it like? Yeah, I've only driven once here in Formula 1. Uh, so from Formula 2, it was a huge step up and it really felt uh, extremely quick. Um, to be honest, I have no in no other places, I have a similar feeling that I have here in qualifying. I think to be so close uh, to the walls and also it's a bit like a karting truck. You have no rest and, and this just feels amazing. Then in the race, of course, it's quite difficult to overtake. Um, but yeah, overall, I think uh, the quali lap is, is just the best moment of the weekend for, for me as a driver. And Max, has it got more difficult as the cars have got quicker? No, I would say easier because you have more grip. Uh, compared to 2015 or 16, where um, the car was just sliding around a lot more. The only thing is, if you, if you want to overtake with those wide cars, it's almost impossible, because if the guy just stays in the middle, then you can't really do a lot. Um, but I guess that's why you have to make sure you do well in quali. Thank you. Um, Robert, you expecting a very well, different challenge this weekend? Uh, expecting uh, definitely a unique experience. and. Uh, yeah, definitely it will not be easy, but uh, it's, it's never easy when you are trying to bring whatever car you drive to the limit. But uh, as everybody mentioned, you know, more grip you have, uh, faster you go, but also it makes things more simple in some way. But uh, still, uh, it's always very challenging track. Um, Phil Duncan, PA. Uh, Valtteri, you're obviously re replacing Lewis um, today for this press conference. Uh, how has he had a chance to have a chat with him today? 
Uh, yeah, I saw him, saw him today and um, everything was, was normal. Uh, I just got a request from our marketing team to be in the press conference. Um, so that's all, all I know really, but uh, he seemed, seemed okay. From Autosport. Um, Daniel, when we were here last year, hello. <laughs> um, obviously, it was a pretty strong performance for you all weekend. You, you made your mark, and uh, I guess it's a slightly different situation coming here 12 months later. Renault's been very honest about the performance so far. You, when you joined the team, you were very realistic and said that you weren't expected to fight for wins this year. But five races in, how would you assess sort of your feelings with the move so far and sort of the changes in the background to try and improve the team's fortunes? Yeah, it's been. Uh, I mean, it's still, still certainly a process. Um, I wouldn't say I'm um, surprised by anything. Obviously, the, we would have hoped for better results than than what we've currently got, and and we all we all want that, and we're all honest enough to, to admit that. But as far as, as you said, I didn't really, would have been nice to get a few more seventh places as opposed to, you know, struggling for, for the top tens. But, um, but yeah, we didn't expect to be, you know, podium contention or anything, at, at certainly not at this stage. Um, but I still see what I saw, you know, when I signed as far as the, the input everyone's having and, and infrastructure still going up and, and um, yeah, I mean, motivation certainly hasn't dipped um, by any means. So, yeah, it's just it's going to take a bit more time, but I'm certainly trying as well and, and doing everything I can. And, and um, yeah, I feel, I feel that also everything I've put in has, has really been um, taken on board and, and the team is, is certainly willing to, to grow and learn. And um, I'm not saying it's all, it's all me, but uh, at least my input has, has been, uh, I think, quite positive. So... I'm enjoying it. I, I really am. Obviously, I, I would love to get better results, but as an environment, I'm I am enjoying it. So, yeah, hopefully, a, hopefully a little special weekend here, and we'll uh, kick things off nicely. They do. Yes. Trying to my associate press. Um, a couple of years ago, when um, Alonso made his indie debut, everyone was extremely impressed with how well he did. Um, obviously, you'll know that he failed to qualify for, for this year. How, how much of a surprise is that to you? And perhaps it shows that it was un the difficulty was a bit underestimated. We could have two or three drivers, perhaps Daniel, Valtteri, and Robert. Daniel, do you want to go first then? Yeah, it's, um, I mean, personally, because I've never done it, uh, driven a, an IndyCar or been on an oval, it's, yeah, I, I don't really have a, a kind of. Uh, I never really had an expectation for Alonso as, as far as I didn't know how easy or difficult it would be. Obviously, I, I had confidence that he would be able to hop in and be relatively competitive because uh, I think he's a, obviously a very, very good driver and very capable and, and still very motivated and driven. Um, so I think that showed you know, in 2017, was it? 17. Um, but I guess as well, you know, when it's this year it looks like obviously you need yeah you, you got to be like everyone you got to be a good driver but set up and all those things at, at those margins is so important and yeah I don't know the ins and outs but uh, everything needs to work right you know and that's that's the thing with race cars it's it's a love-hate relationship uh, obviously this this year for him was more of a more of a hate one 
Um, I mean, it's sad to see, obviously, as, as part of the F1 family, you know, we want to see him do well. Um, but yeah, for, for reasons I, I honestly couldn't, couldn't understand or explain, you know, I'm not, not uh, in that world. Natri? Um, I can't say that much because I didn't really, really follow. For sure, I heard that um, they didn't qualifying and there was some issue with some of test days and stuff like this. But um, I, I, to be honest, before that I didn't even knew it, it was happening. So uh, not much to say. So. And I think Robert, what's your? Well, not a lot to add. I would say you cannot even, uh, or I would never comment something on what I don't know enough informations and uh, looking poorly classification is too easy to arrive to wrong uh, assumptions or conclusions so Fernando we know all that how great driver he is and uh, he showed two years ago that he was fighting there for even winning on debut uh, this year it didn't work but uh, there is nothing a lot to say With the new cars, this corner will be Maximilian Mendel, Mannheimer Morgen, uh, Mr. Leclerc. Um, how, after the hard start for, this, uh, for Ferrari, how would you describe the atmosphere in the team? I think quite calm, uh, quite, uh, yeah, we are working all extremely hard. Obviously, uh, the engineers are trying to understand and try to push uh, the team forward. But overall, I think we are all quite calm, which is needed. Uh, we obviously want to improve, so everyone is pushing very hard, as I said. But, but I think yeah, the most important is that uh, the serenity in the team doesn't, doesn't change, which it doesn't for now. A question for Charles. Uh, do you think that rain can help you maybe fighting Mercedes and Red Bull this weekend? And if so, uh, how big are your chances to win your very first Grand Prix at home? Well, I think rain, obviously Monaco is already on the dry sometimes quite a lottery so in the rain I think it will add a little bit more of that uh, so it can go in either way um, but it should be exciting if it rains whether it will help us or no I, I don't really know but um, but yeah I would like it to rain actually for qualifying to, to change a little bit and in Monaco we don't see um, very often the rain so it will be, it will be nice. A question for Max, Daniel Ortelli, F1 only. How surprised are you by the level of performance of your Honda engine since the beginning of the season? And do you think it's a good engine for this track, although it's not a track engine, uh, an engine track? Um, no, I'm, I'm not really surprised because it was all just targeted, targeted and uh, they delivered what they, they promised. So um, just a continuous process, which is going really well, and I really enjoy working with them. Um, they really take it all very seriously and, and they're very professional. So um, I'm always working with a big smile on my face. And of course, we know that we still have to improve, but from both sides, not on the engine side. So um, yeah, we're working very closely together to try and do that. Um, and of course, this track normally is, of course, a little bit more uh, competitive for us. Uh, Charles, growing up in these streets, um, what are your memories of watching it with your friends and probably being the most popular man in Monaco this weekend? How, how are your feelings and pressures coming in to this? My first memory of the Grand Prix, I was probably about 
for something like this. And I always kept this image in my head. I was at a friend's apartment out of turn one, playing with the, with the small cars, watching the Grand Prix at the same time. I think Michael was, was in, the, in Ferrari watching obviously more the red cars than others and um, and yeah just enjoying uh, dreaming of uh, of being there one day um, and and yeah as i've said before it feels great to be to be at home Marjan Schouten, AD. question for max um, a year ago here in monaco i think it was the location correct me if i'm wrong but from your last personal mistake uh, with everybody uh, speaking about you, they always say after that you became more mature. How do you see for yourself? Well, I think not only after that, I think just in general, it's life. You know, I'm getting older, um, general life experience, but yeah, sometimes you have to make mistakes to become a better driver. Um, so this was one of them. I'm here on your I'm still struggling. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Luis Vasconcelos from Repress, a uh, question for Valtteri. Um, you lost at the start in, in the last two pole positions as you had, and here it's clearly a place where nobody wants to lose a place at the start. Uh, have you got to the bottom of what went wrong in Barcelona as well, and what has been done to prevent the repetition of that? Yeah, for sure, went went through all the all the details and things to improve from from my side and team side as as usual. And uh, yeah, we can see see the cause of it. Um, for sure, that clutch physically is out from the pool. Um, but also there was things on the control side um, that in that unfortunate moment, with just being on the grip limit, allowed some uh, uh, hesitation and variation on the on the clutch torque. Um, and we've done changes to prevent that. Hopefully will will not happen again. Um, and if we move on. Okay, that's all we have time for. Thank you very much, gentlemen. A full transcript of today's press conference will be available shortly on FIA.com. <laughs>